The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. All right, I'm joined by Kyle Penner from right here in the southeast. Now, Kyle, I know you've been following COVID-19 very closely, the numbers, etc. And most recently, I saw your reaction to the announced public health orders yesterday, which obviously are disheartening for a lot of folks. Tell me, tell me what your response is. Well, obviously, they're disheartening. They're hard, right? We're in a pandemic, and we, this is not what we want. This is hard for all of us, and it's been 13 months, and we are tired. And so they're tough, and we can acknowledge that. I, I did notice that I thought that the, that the restrictions right now were actually fairly decent. Now, I know that's a controversial take from all the sides, but hear me out. Um, so the government knows where people are getting their COVID transmission. They have said it's primarily household contacts. Saskatchewan did something similar, and they found that about two-thirds of their transmissions were happening inside of our houses. And so as much as we want to get together with our family and friends inside our houses, that is actually the most dangerous place to be. So if you want to drive transmissions down, you have to eliminate the high-risk places, which is our households. That is the toughest. We do know that. But what they didn't do was they didn't close public spaces. They didn't close parks. They didn't close kids' soccer. They didn't close golf courses. And that's because those are the most low-risk places. And so the government is actually trying to encourage us to continue to do our socializing and connecting with people and our family gatherings in places where we have a very low risk of getting COVID. I think that explains a little bit about that funny rule that we can get together in parks and we can get together at the soccer fields, and we, but we cannot get together in our backyards. It's because when we're in our backyards and it gets cold or it starts raining, where do we go? Inside the high-risk place. Our kids have my kids have we've been at friends' house for backyard bonfires. My kids have snuck inside to play with toys at their friends' houses. When we're at our friends' houses, we eat inside, we go to the bathroom inside, and inside is where the high risk is. So by keeping us out of our backyards and pushing us to public places, they're actually doing that to prevent transmissions. Is it ideal? Nope. <laughs> do I wish I could have my family over in my backyard? Yep. Do I have to do this for four weeks to keep my contacts low? Yes. I think what's also hard for us to understand is that in the next four weeks, Manitoba is going to be getting 75,000 vaccines a week. And so after these four weeks, about two-thirds of Manitobans will have been vaccinated. And what we're finding in other, what, what we're seeing in other countries is that the higher the vaccination rate, you, drive, you do end up driving COVID transmissions and hospitalizations and deaths down. So hopefully after this round of restrictions, we will come out of this with, less cases, less hospitalizations, less deaths, and a much better summer. And so, yeah, third, third wave restrictions are hard. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I'm choosing to be as optimistic as I can and say this might be it, and if we all get vaccinated and do our part to keep transmissions down, this will be better for all of us. Thank you for sharing your perspective, Kyle. Yeah, thanks. And for all of us, hey, we got four weeks, and the weather's warm, go for a walk, eat in the park. <laughs> Cheer your kids on a soccer. Sign up for a beer league baseball team. Go golfing. Pick up bird watching. Meet on patios <laughs> with your friends. We can still do many things outside in public places, and we should really just say, let's do it. Now, speaking of trying to do our best to enjoy ourselves, earlier this week I had a chance to chat with a number of folks that are trying their best to focus on what we can do underneath these new restrictions rather than focus on what we can't do. I was chatting with Lana Penner, and I got her to tell me some of the ways that she and her husband have been creatively connecting with friends and family. Some of the cool things we've been able to do that I'm hoping we actually carry through 
after all this pandemic stuff is over. Um, we've done a, a number of different like shared screen type of movie or show nights with friends and family. So um, my father-in-law is really big into uh, the Curse of Oak Island and kind of roped a lot of us in too. So we've done quite a number of uh, screen sharing nights uh, to catch up on some of those episodes. And over Christmas, we did, you know, press play at the same time on your own screens <laughs> situation with my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, to watch a Christmas movie together. And there we just texted through the whole thing, but it was it was a hoot. Yeah, and then too, like even just simply making more phone calls. I, I've had phone calls with people that, you know, have been incredible and just make me wonder why we haven't been taking advantage of that before. And we just didn't think about it. So what are your tips and tricks? Having done this quite a bit, are your tips and tricks for doing this whole screen sharing slash watching a movie together with friends to make it more enjoyable to really, you know, get the most out of it? Hmm. Yeah, good question. Uh, one, have lots of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I mean, That's a good rule of thumb always. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure we all know already, but really lean into that, you know, home delivery situation. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very good. Also, you know, figure out what's, what works best for your group, whether it's texting through the whole thing, or if you're not comfortable with that, if that kind of takes you out of the experience. Do a little video chat beforehand and afterward. And maybe even having like FaceTime open or something so you can see each other's reactions can be something too, eh? Yep, yep. That's another way to do it. Uh, yeah, I know, you know, you've been able to do the same thing with us. And uh, if for some people, that works great. And then you get to see when all of a sudden your friends are a second ahead or behind and they're laughing and you're like, oh, no, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little crazy, but it really does help connect with friends. It does. And in some respect, if you can see it as an adventure that you can share together, it's still something that you can bond over in all the awkwardness and all the trying to figure it out and having a good laugh. Um, there's still there's still so much that you can just share. Cool. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully uh, we can encourage some people as some new restrictions are coming down. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks. I also chatted with Brian Schellenberg, who's kind of been doing like weekly game nights with friends. Well, yes, we have. We have uh, some good friends, Wilbert and Alvina, and uh, we've come up with a game that we play with them quite regularly, even before COVID. Uh, we call it Rippling Golf. It's, it's kind of a comp using Skipple cards. Okay. Yeah, and we use our, go by Zoom. We use Zoom. We each have our own deck of cards, and, and uh, it's been working. We just have to do a little more talking and be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the part that's hard for you, right? I'm not answering. <laughs> and then we do take our turns, and it works really well. Yeah, and it takes us about, for one game, about an hour and a half. Yeah, you visit in between sometimes and get carried away or go find a snack. So how beneficial is this? Because I understand you do this quite regularly, and, and without being able to get out and see people and have people over, this has got to help out like crazy. Oh, it does, very much so. Um, we used to get together about once every two weeks and and also then we would play canasta that you can't do very well that's a complicated yeah that's doing. a very complicated one for sure but now we do it i'd say just about every weekend amazing well i love to hear it sounds like a great way to stay connected unfortunately gonna have to do it for a little while longer but i'm glad you've got it figured out thanks for chatting brian hey you're quite welcome thanks for calling and finally, Spencer Taves, very similar to Brian, been doing a game night with friends, just a, a little bit different. Uh, well, yeah, I've been uh, I'm a, been a part of a gaming group with a group of guys for 
almost three years now, I'd say, and we meet every Thursday night at someone's house to play uh, our favorite game, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which is an in-person, at-the-table kind of board game style game. Um, um, but unfortunately, due to the pandemic, we haven't been able to meet. Um, group's too big, but uh, we've managed to turn the whole game uh, online, play board games online with your friends, and it's tons of fun. We still get together every week, Thursday night, turn on our webcams and play our game together. It's really easy to get discouraged with this sort of thing, but you guys have been loving this, eh? It's been pretty good, yeah. It's not the same. Uh, it's not the same thing as sitting around a table with your friends, but it has been definitely enough. We played for the first while without using webcams, just audio, um, and uh, we use a platform that lets us roll digital dice and a digital board that we can all interact with. Um, and then we turned our webcams on, and that was really refreshing just to see each other's faces and to laugh together. And so, yeah, it's been really, really fun. Um, it's been probably the best part of the whole pandemic is I've still been able to play D&D with my friends. Being a, being a barber, you had a real tough stretch of not being able to work there. How oh, important was, was this? It was very lonely. Thursday night was like literally my favorite day of the week because I could go online and talk to people <laughs> and hang out. Cool. Well, thank you for chatting, Spencer, and uh, sharing your perspective. Maybe something some other folks can get into. Yeah, try Dungeons and Dragons. It's a very fun time. So obviously these new public health orders are very disheartening. The news was honestly quite hard to stomach. It really is a challenge. But we are here, and we are going to have to deal with these restrictions for at least a little while longer. So it's probably best that we focus on what we can do rather than on what we can't do. Although I know it's easy to get into that mindset.